Friday evening, 
And this is Vonnie, your sexual wellness coach, along with... I am Z, your love and sex enthusiast. And Mm -hmm. we welcome you once again to another segment of Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. Hey, Vonnie. Hey, Z. How are you, my beautiful goddess? You know, Vonnie, I can only say... Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> yes. Because God's grace is sufficient, God's mercy is everlasting, and His truth endures forever. I am so grateful to have another day here on planet Earth and to just be blessed. You know, we have so much to be grateful mm-hmm. for, and we are here we on another mm-hmm. Friday evening. <laughs> We've gotten through the day, <laughs> through the traffic. And uh, we're just ready to chill out, relax, and have a conversation. We know yes, love yes. talk. <laughs> yes, we do. How was your day? Oh, oh, it was it was a long day. Um, as you know, I am a, I'm a massage therapist as well, so I did some massage work today at the Washington Convention Center for a dermatologist convention. So I got to meet some interesting people all over the world. I met a couple of gentlemen from um, Brazil, a gentleman from Switzerland, um, some sisters from India, and um, and then um, I met a sister from Texas today, so I got to meet, you know, um, exchange a lot of beautiful energy with people um, from all over the world and um, laid my hands on them, gave them some healing energy, and it was just a long day, but it was beautiful, and um you know, and I and I am glad to now be here uh, and present with the family tonight on Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. But, um, like I said, it's been a long day, but a very, very beautiful and wonderful day, um, well, to say the least. Well, I know you a blessing to those that you laid hands on, because it ain't nothing, nothing like a good, <laughs> good, good massage. I mean, a good massage will bring you to an orgasm real quick. I don't know what Well, that's another show. That's another show. Oh, look, and a class, too. So yes, I do that. teach classes on that as well. <laughs> Oh, yes, honey. Oh, yes. The skin is the biggest organ we have. So, you know. um, Before we get started, um, mm -hmm. we do want to do our disclaimer. uh, Yes, yes. Just in case case anybody has little ones around who want to make sure Mm -hmm. that they know what's up. So, go ahead, Bonnie. Take it over. Mm -hmm. All right, love. So um, this is, again, Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. And we are here every Friday evening at 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. And um, this show is in the evening. And we just we like to tell our adult audience or our listening audience, so those that are new to the show, that um, we do, um, this is an adult show, So we may have um, some, we have mature content and verbiage and words and things. So we just like to let our adults know this prior to listening to the show in case you have it on speaker and you have little ones within the listening um, area. We just like to let you know that. Um, And then also 
Um, I'm a sexual wellness coach, and our wonderful love and sex enthusiast, Z, we are just that. Um, we talk about our experience, things that we have read, our research, um, and then we have guests on the show as well periodically, and we just like to let our listening audience know that if we make any suggestions or recommendations or anything like that, if you're under any type of medical care um, that you first, you know, speak with your physician before trying anything or doing anything that might um, possibly be um, contraindicated. So other than that, um, Z, did I miss anything, honey? No, as always, you have captured it all. And uh, okay, okay, yeah. And we just want to say we're just grateful to the family. We know on a Friday night you could be anywhere doing anything. You know, Mm -hmm. maybe out (laughs) having a (laughs) dinner, or you know, getting ready to go hang out with the girls at the club, or you just Mm -hmm. wanted to just chill out and relax uh, at home with a glass of wine or a nice um, cider, and you decided to join in and uh, tune into this conversation. So thank Mm -hmm. you so, so much for being here. And tonight we are having an open discussion conversation. So uh, those who are here, we invite you to get on, text your Mm -hmm. friends, hook up, go up on Facebook for a minute and just open, um, ask uh, your friends to join us tonight because we're going to be having an open conversation about relationships and when and how do we know when it's time to let go. Mm-hmm, see, that, oh. that is, wow, that is. <laughs> yeah, my and, topic, right? <laughs> mm-hmm, and, the, and you know what, let me just say this, the song that we came in this evening with, um, Jill Scott, and we play, um, a lot of Jill Scott on here, and I love the one of the reasons why I love Jill Scott is that she's able to, um, through her music, through her songwriting skills and talent, that she's able to articulate a lot of powerful thoughts that <laughs> that um, resonate with a lot of people, a lot of women. And this song, um, "Hear My Call." I oh man, there there have been times where I've said that prayer and just thinking that I've, you know, failed on love again, you know, and um, you know, what am I to do? You know, here you are with a person and you're with this person thinking that you're gonna be spending the rest of your life with them and you're living a life as that, you know, with that possibility, and then things happen to where that's not the case. So, you know, tonight is going to be, uh, I'm interested to to see, um, you know, the callers. We want to welcome our, our listeners to call in and, and talk about their experiences. And then, Z, I know that you, um, you have some um, things that you're going to be sharing with us, some um, excerpts, I believe, that you're going to be sharing with us. Yes, absolutely. Um, so so mm-hmm. let me just, so I just want to back up just a little bit, Bonnie, because I mm-hmm. did want to say something about Jill Scott's song. Oh, my gosh, she hit it right on the head. Um, yeah. And how many times I can remember being in that relationship and calling out to God and say, God, hear my cries, hear my pleas. 
Help me, heal me, strengthen me, give me the courage to let go. Give me the courage yes. to walk away. Give me the courage that I need to to move myself away from something that is hurtful and painful. And, mm-hmm. you know, the one thing that she says is that, what did she say, love hurts me? Love, oh, my gosh, love hurts or something like that. Um, mm. But I look at it this way now. Of course, you know, when you go through it, you feel that way. Right, right. You know, love love is love. Love is God. Mm-hmm. So it's not the love that hurts. But I think for many of us, um, what we thought we were going to have in the relationship, right. what we thought we were yeah. going to experience in the relationship, our expectation of what it was mm-hmm. going to be, in, and when it didn't become that, and the disappointment mm-hmm. and the hurt and all the drama sometimes that goes with relationships, um, yeah. that's what hurts. You know, yeah. so yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, interestingly mm-hmm. enough, um, this conversation came up a couple of times this week. And you know how when you keep hearing something over and over again, um, it's like <laughs> Samir is saying, "I think you need to, I think you need to check this out." You know, yeah. <laughs> um, maybe you're going through your own situation, or maybe you know someone else. And since you have this uh, this venue called Let's Talk Love, Sex, Nutrition, why don't we talk? About that. So here we are last night mm-hmm. um, having a beautiful vision party, to, mm-hmm. <laughs> vision board mm-hmm. party, where we were creating our dreams and goals and, um, you know, what we want to manifest in in our lives. And mm-hmm. I came across an article uh, with Yella Van Zett. Oh, okay. uh, and, you know, she has a radio, I mean, she had a television show called Yella Fix My Life. Well, what right. in the yeah. world? Would the topic be except how do I know when it's time to let go? I was just listening to this conversation on the radio earlier in the week. And so it's, and, and I've had conversations with dear friends whom I love dearly, and they're in relationships, you know, mm-hmm. that they really want to let go of and, and feeling physical pain as a result of not being in, you know, not letting go. And others right. who said, well, you know, why do we stay and why don't we go when, when we know and how do we know? What is right, that right. thing that happens to us? So I just want to read a little bit from what Iyala has to say and then we'll get, um, and then Vani, I'll have you come in and talk about what it felt like for you. So she says um, it's about the red flags. Mm-hmm. While um, the red flags that tell you it may be time to walk away are actually easy to recognize, and I think we all really know that. It's yeah. like you know that intuition within us, that innate God intuition within us, really does let us know that something just ain't right. Something, something, mm-hmm. something, something just ain't right. You know. <laughs> and, um, she says, uh, you, you know it's time to let go when you feel like you're fighting an uphill battle. She says, none of us should expect to tiptoe through tulips all day, but if you spend most of your time trying to fix, alter, or cope with a situation, there's a good chance it's not the right one for you. Mm-hmm. Joy is a natural outcome of being where you should be. So to me, 
if I'm not experiencing joy in my relationship, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying it's going to be 24-7, but the right, majority right. of my relationship should be joy-filled. You know, when I right. wake up in the morning, you know, and I'm with my beloved, um, it should be joyous. I should not be getting up angry and we just, you know, we can't stand looking at each other. And what was the right. sister that made the song about your orange <laughs> um, you, you said your orange juice ain't sweet and sour. What is that song? Oh, Superwoman. <laughs> Superwoman, yes. You say your orange juice is yes. so sweet. Mm-hmm. And I feel it used like to be so sweet. So, so if you're in one of those kind of relationships, that's like a red mm-hmm. flag. You know, yeah. I think it may be yeah. beyond the red flag. Yeah, yeah. Um, she also says you feel obligated, not excited to stay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, wow. so Vonnie, you know we've been there, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Where's the excitement, the joy, the is the seeing each other? Can't wait to talk to each other on the phone and on the phone with <laughs> each other. Then it just starts to dwindle. And you start to feel mm-hmm. that emptiness. So right. I'm going to let you right. go here because you know, I don't want to jump all over this thing. Cause <laughs> so, you so know, because, well, you know, just how how my relationships have evolved throughout the years where, you know, I've, you know, initially it's a physical attraction. And, and I'm, I'm going to say that is that, you know, I – I am attracted to the spiritual sense or spiritual aspects of people. I'm attracted to other things, but I have to have that physical attraction first. And so, you know, that's what draws me in. And so when you are building relationships that are, you know, where, you know, the physical, the sex is is like that, but you don't, um, you know, grow the other aspects, the spiritual part. And see, and that is what I had to also develop with myself. So just like I was attracting, you know, what I was attracting. And so then I would just remember just being in situations and relationships where I was, you know, initially, you know, getting into a relationship from the physical part and developing a love, you know, love for that person. And then you get to the point where, okay, you know, I've grown and that person hasn't grown, but how do I get, you know, where do I go? How do I get um, out of this, this situation? So, the um I've been on both sides of the game. I've been on both sides where I've hurt and I've been hurt, you know, um and um you know who it's um it's you know, like you know, going back to the Jill Scott um song and what you were saying is that, you know, building these relationships and you're thinking that you're gonna be with this person for, you know, the rest of your life and then, you know, you realize that, you know, you've evolved in a way where, you know, you they can't, you're not growing. And, you know, you do hurtful things. Um, I mean, have you ever been in a situation where you've sabotaged a relationship? Oh, my. Um, I'm sure I have. I'm just trying to think of something at this particular point. Um, mm-hmm. But but I, I will yeah. say this. I've been in a relationship where... I had those same kind of expectations that you just talked about, you know. 
Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. We had that love connection. The chemistry was good. The sex was good. We were vibing good. And then <clears throat> something happens. And a lot of times mm-hmm. it is about that growth. A lot mm-hmm. of times yeah. one, or, one or the other of the partners start moving in a direction. It could be a spiritual involvement. You know, maybe they right. got, a, got together with a new group of people and they're, you know, doing things like going to plays and, and theater and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, the other person still wants to go hang out at the club and the club ain't the thing, for, you know, for you anymore. You know, right, or, and that's been my situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and sometimes it can mm-hmm. even be, you know, jobs. You know, you get a job and you all wrapped up in your job thing and then you forget you got a spouse. Mm-hmm. You know, you forget all about your mate and you make it all about you. And, you know, then that person is like feeling like, well, who am I in your world anymore? So right. so many things. And I have been on both sides of the spectrum, too, where mm-hmm. I have felt, like the one that's left out, but I've also known that I have moved on and left out my beloved. Right. And, and unless you really have that extra special something, that show enough, show enough commitment to love unconditional, that no matter what, we're going to make it through. We're going to mm-hmm. work this thing, and we're going to work it together, and we're going to honor and love and encourage one another and respect one another. Unless you really, mm-hmm. unless you're really in that kind of committed relationship, then you know you really can find yourself uh, at the point where you're having to say, um, "I guess I'll see you next lifetime." <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, I mean, right, like that, right. But, you know, but sometimes mm-hmm. you just have to let go mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, and move on. So go ahead, babe. And and you know and. And with that being said, you know, coming together with a common purpose, too, um, because, um, you know, I feel that that is important when you have a when you have a partnership, developing not just the physical but spiritual, developing intellectually um, as well, and then having a purpose where, you know, that partnership is also serves as a um, – you know, an example to to children, um, the example to what a partnership looks like. Because, you know, I, when growing up, um, my parents were um, divorced, and I remember my mom telling me the story when she knew it was time for her to go um, with my father. And this was, you know, after enduring, you know, just, um, some harsh types of things. My parents had got together when they were young, and um, you know, and 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 as we do, you know, we can lack immature. Um, we can be immature, you know. So, um, needless to say, I came along, and um, you know, though they they loved each other very much, and my parents were married, and they did try to make things work, you know, for the sake of family, you know. Um, there was a there was a tipping point to where my fa- my mom was like, you know, this was it. And um you know, and so it it takes um it takes a courage like you had mentioned like a, a courage to to um to um a spiritual courage, you know, in order to to do these things because you know, you thinking again that you're going to be with a person, you're having children with them, you're going to be with them for the rest of your life, 
and, you know, that's not the case. And so, you know, how do you pick yourself up, you know, after that, um, you know, but. And it's, you know, um, it's really one of the yeah. hardest things is when you are uh, in a relationship and you have a child because, yeah. you know, so many, so many of us have stayed for the sake of the children. You hear it all mm-hmm. the time. Um, yeah. You know, why, you know, why are you staying in the, well, my children, my children, I want my children to have a father. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to have to raise my children by myself. And and so for women, and I can only speak from a woman's point of view, for women who stay um, because they don't, you know, they want their children to have a father in their life. And hopefully mm-hmm. you stay because he's a good father. But in the middle right. of that, in the midst of that, you're miserable. You're mm-hmm. unhappy. Mm-hmm. You're not getting your needs met, but for the sake of the children, I'm going to stay. And I've heard from other um, so-called professionals that that is not a good reason to stay. Mm-hmm. And that, that sometimes yeah. it could be the worst reason to stay because you're subjecting your children to uh, what's going on in your relationship, actually. Yeah, you know, right. You're subjecting right. your children to, um, you know, your unhappiness. And right. they can feel it. I mean, you know, you may not even be arguing and fussing and can't stand each other, but if you're sleeping in two different bedrooms or mm-hmm. you know, they don't see you ever, you know, holding hands together or, you know, they can t- sense the tenseness in, in the relationship, right. that's not good for them because that's not teaching them what relationship is. That's not teaching them right. how to relate with one another. So for the sake right. of staying um, because of the children, from what I heard, is not the best thing. Uh, I just want right. to go back to Yala, and she also says mm-hmm. about, be, about being obligated. You feel obligated, not excited to right. stay. Relationships based on obligation, which children mm-hmm. is one of those, rarely last long because they mm-hmm. always, always lead to resentment and mm-hmm. bitterness. Yes. Having yes. a must over your head limits mm-hmm. your ability to choose. And because choice is power, lack of choice will make you feel powerless. Wow. So what about that, Bonnie? How about that? When you feel that you don't have a choice in the matter, you feel powerless. How about the the sister who's got the kids and then she's the homemaker? She doesn't really have, uh, um, she doesn't have any income. You know, her husband's income or her man's her income. And she wants to go. How am I going to do this now? See, I can talk about that because I was there. Right. I was a, a stay at home mom with two small babies. He was mm. the breadwinner, and I was, you know, you know, I had to go to him to ask him for money to buy sanitary napkins. That's how mm. interesting that relationship was. Oh. <laughs> um, so, oh. And mm. and I know what that's like to feel powerless. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do? Where where will I go? How will I? You know, I got my, these children, and I was young. I was in my twenty, early twenties. Right, 20s. right. So you know, so many, so many times we we're in that position. We are powerless. We don't feel like we have a choice. What am I going to do? I can't leave them. I, my children need their father. So, oh my gosh, so many things come up with this um, that feeling of powerlessness when you don't know what else you're going to do. Um, she also said staying because you think 
you have to isn't doing anyone any favors. We just talked about that. If you right. don't want to be there, you won't be able to give of yourself in any way that's meaningful. And, of course, we know that to be the truth because yeah. what ultimately ends up happening? When the sister's not upset, is she miserable? Hey, yeah. you're not. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> the brother is no play. You know, she got a headache every night. She going mm-hmm. to sleep when he comes to bed because she's unhappy. <laughs> she don't want to be there. I don't want him touching mm-hmm. me. That those are, And if those aren't red flags and those aren't things that tell us it's time to roll or time to, to, to do something different, you know, maybe mm-hmm. have a conversation, maybe go to counseling, whatever it is. Um, but, you know, that's, to me, the indication that we got to get something going. And sometimes right. it means we have to go. Sometimes it means and that. And you know what? But the, the thing is, the, is that, you know, I think that the people that are in those relationships, like, they know that it's time to go. Like, they knew that it was time to go, you know, years ago, five years ago, ten years ago, twenty years ago. But what is it? that has them still feeling that they have no other choice. And is it that they're, are they comfortable with being miserable? Mm. You know, I, um, you know, is there, is there something, is there something in that that makes them feel, you know, as, and then as, as toxic as it may be, you know, emotionally, um, physically, um, spiritually draining, you know, what is it that makes that person feel as though they don't deserve better? That is... So um, that's, a, that's a really interesting thing that you just said because they feel mm-hmm. that they don't deserve better. Yeah, yeah. You know, and again, I can speak from personal, from my own personal experience, um there was many times in my life up until this point where I didn't feel I deserved better. Right. And so I just accepted what came my way mm-hmm. um, and tried to make the best of it until I got to learn more about who I am and mm-hmm. I, I love myself more, realized that I can have anything I want, you know. But, <laughs> you know, for many women, and again, I don't want to leave the brothers out because I know that men go through this too, but because, you know, I'm a woman, I can only speak from my point of view. Um, for many of us, we don't feel that, you know, we feel like, well, I'm not going to, you know, have an opportunity to have anybody else. So, you know, and right. sometimes men can be very intimidating. Some some men, let me, ooh, girl, let me clear that up because I had a conversation one night and I said men, and I heard about that a long time. <laughs> some men <laughs> can be very intimidating because I have had it said to me, you will never get anybody else. Nobody oh, yeah. else will want you. Mm-hmm. And when you have low self-esteem and you don't think anything good about yourself, you come. sometimes you can come to believe that. So, mm-hmm. so sometimes that may be something that, you, that women are going through as well. I also want to read this part, Vonnie. She says, you're not valued. Mm-hmm. Nothing is more damaging than knowing you are disposable. When you give your all to someone or something but can see plain as day how little it matters to whoever is on the receiving end, 
It's time to go. Now, Ayana makes this plain and clear. She don't bite her tongue. If you are feeling disposable and devalued, mm-hmm. you're giving your all to someone, and it, and it doesn't the man it makes little it matters to them. Time to go. <laughs> it's time. He says, to "Don't go. allow yourself to be compared with others. Don't allow mm-hmm. yourself to be put down." more often than you're lifted up. Woo, Lord Jesus. And do not, (laughs) preach, girl, and do not under any circumstances accept less than you deserve. Here we go back to that again, Vonnie. You better preach. You better preach. (laughs) And what do we deserve? We deserve the best. We do. We deserve we do. happiness. We deserve joy. We deserve, we want to be in a relationship that brings us joy and that we can bring joy into. You know, we were yes. talking today about how, you know, negativity, just waking up, you know, in the morning or even going to bed at night, negative, negative, negative. If that is happening, that's a clear sign that something ain't right. Something, something, something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and she says those are clear exit signs. Yes. So, Vani, yes. I um I know we've got a couple people on the line, so uh, it's already at the eight o'clock hour. Girl, time just goes too fast. <laughs> so, doesn't it? And play our commercial um, to let the family know what's going on on the family healing circle. And when we come back, we're going to open up the lines to our audience because I know that there may be some sisters and or brothers out there who want to share their experience, their strength, and their hope around this conversation. Um, So family, hold on tight. We're going to go to this commercial, and we will be right back. No, I just had the commercial. Okay, here it is. Is this the promo, what I'm doing right here, Family Healing Circle promo? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) welcome to the family healing circle where we heal the mind body and soul join us every monday for totally whole with dr rosemary cook and pastor bridget as they discuss issues related to spirituality and mental health with emphasis on wholeness of mind, body, and spirit. Get your money right Tuesdays on Money Matters with Chastity A. Wells. This show is the tool you need to develop a healthy relationship with your money and financial legacy. Every Thursday is a treat as we mix it up. On the first Thursday of the month, it's Total Empowerment with Angela Hart, where beauty and strength is enhanced inside and out. The second Thursday of the month is Relationship Talk on One Love, One Connection, One Up with Reverends Arlene Cahet and Harvey L. Bailey as they give you practical advice for creating a spiritual union to have the relationship you want. Call in with your relationship questions. Calling all brothers on the third Thursday of the month, it's the Sacred Masculine Show with Reverend Jamel Gilliam. It's a show for spiritual brothers and the women who love them. When there is a fourth Thursday in the month, 
We have the Healing Paradigm with Reverend Arlene Cahet, healing the mind, body, and spirit through changing viewpoints. Every Friday, let's talk love, sex, and nutrition with sexual wellness coach Bondria Walters and sex enthusiast Nakia Lana. The hottest sexual health and wellness and nutrition show around. This is for the grown and sexy. Listen at your own risk. If you don't know, now you know. The Family Healing Circle on Blog Talk Radio, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. It's the best in entertainment, education, and talk radio. All right, family, welcome back to Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. I like how um, Harvey or Z on the commercial, he says, listen at your own risk. <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> He's like, like, you better watch out now. But <laughs> the <laughs> the grown and sexy, yes, indeed. And, yes, so we're grown and sexy. We um, welcome you back for the second half of Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. And this is Vani, your sexual wellness coach, along with. I am Z, your love and sex enthusiast. And we are so grateful to be here once again on this Friday evening and mm-hmm. thank you, family, for joining us as we are having a very spirited conversation about how do you know when it's time to let go. Mm-hmm. So before we went to the commercial, Vani, I uh, said that we were going to open up the lines to our audience um, because as we've been talking about, you know, I've shared my experience about being in relationships and knowing um, that it was time to let go, and you've talked about yours as well. And so we want to ask our audience about their own experiences and if they have any, um, you know, um, suggestions, ideas, things that may have helped them to cope in that situation that may be a blessing, a help to, to someone else. Uh, one of the things that we were reading from was an article written um about um, about this subject, how do I know when it's time to let go? By Yala Van Zant, and she mm-hmm. uh, gives some wonderful coaching techniques, letting you know yes. it's time to let go. And uh, so mm-hmm. I want to just ask the family um, when you, if you have been in a relationship, and what were the signs? What were the red flags to you when you knew it was time that it was time for you to release that relationship? Was it what was it? Did you not feel any joy anymore? Did you feel that you were there out of some sense of obligation and you really weren't excited to stay? Did you feel devalued like you were disposable? You know, was fear holding you back? What was it for you? And um if you want to contribute to the conversation or share, you need to press the number one to get into the queue and we will open up our lines. So uh, while we are waiting for that, Bonnie, I'd like to just um, go back to the article mm-hmm. uh, where Yala Van Zandt says, 
fear is holding you back. This is number four. Um, when you only because of the scary things that might or might not happen if you go, you make a mm-hmm. conscious decision not to grow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you repeat that? Sure. When you stay only because of the scary things that might or might not happen if you go, you make a conscious decision not to grow. Mm-hmm. So this is how I read that. If I allow fear to let me, to keep me in a relationship that I know I'm miserable in, I'm not serving the person that they're not serving me, we're not right. happy, but yet I have a fear about, well, what going to happen, you know, when I release this. Will I ever have, maybe I'll never get another man ever, ever, ever again. I mean, you know, am I the only one that had that thought? (laughs) It's a money thing. We just finished talking about that. You know, maybe he was the big money man, or maybe you were used to living a certain lifestyle, um, and now you got to go out and get a job. Oh, my God, what's going to happen with that? And, you know, maybe you're used to riding around in your Mercedes, and now you got to give up the car because you can't afford the car payment, you know, whatever it is. Um, you got to give up your house. You you don't know what's going to happen, and that's what she talks about. If you're staying, staying because of the scary things that might or mm-hmm. might not happen. And, right. um, and living in a way that stunts your growth. She says, um, you make the decision not to grow. And I think that that happens even more, you know, just not in relationships but in anything. It can be a job that we keep ourselves in because of fear, you know, of you know not being able to make it better. But then we don't even allow ourselves to even find out what's beyond that. You know, we can stay in a relationship with someone where we're not happy, but there could be somebody out there just waiting to, to, to bring the most amazing joy into our life, but we're afraid to let go of this particular thing. So right. no, don't let fear hold us back. We can't let fear hold us back. Have you ever been in a relationship, Bonnie, or has anyone in our audience ever been in a relationship where fear was holding you back, something about oh, it and that you didn't allow yourself to grow. Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, I mean, um, the financial situation, you know, that's real because when, you know, when you're dependent on an income to live by and to get by and then all of a sudden that's effective, you know, that does um, come into play. Of our effect, you know, um, how how you're going to navigate, how you're going to deal with that relationship. So, um, you know, I've um, I've been in situations where I um, it was the fear of the unknown, um, the fear of can I do better? You know, what if this is the, you know, like the, the is the grass greener? You know, that situation where um, even because, you know, you have a lot of good things, but those red flags keep coming up. 
and you ignore those red flags until something blows up, <laughs> then you have no other choice but to deal with it. But still, when you're at that crossroads where you either choose to be with that person or this is that definite situation that's going to send you your separate ways, it's like, what do you do? And, um, you know, I go, um, I have to call on my spiritual power, my spirit. That's when that comes into play with me, Z, is where, um, you know, I'm able to, um, you know, make the, the decisions that are going to affect me in a positive way that's going to serve me in, in a positive way. And so though I've been through relationships that put me through ups and downs and and I, I did receive a lot of good from it, but um, the experience wasn't in vain. You know, it was um, things that I could pass on in conversational wisdom that I can pass on in a conversation to another friend that went through a sim- you know, similar situation as me. Or, you know, from that, you know, I just learned more about Vondria, um, you know, how – how I am. So, you know, um, I say that to say, like, you know, these relationships, they are, you know, they're learning tools in, in life. Absolutely. We, and, and that's uh, one of the things, I'm glad you said that, Bonnie, because what I'm learning is that no matter what happens in the relationship, I had mm-hmm. to be in that relationship with that person to be who I am today. And the same right. for them. You know, it's we all are here to be each other's teachers and students, to learn and grow, to experience. And sometimes it is very painful. You know, sometimes we are crying out to God. I've, I've cried, I've been on my knees, Lord Jesus, please help me. Open up something, <laughs> make something happen. Right. Uh, take, but away we fear. Fear, take away yeah. my fear that, mm-hmm. you know, that I'm not going to, have what I want. Take away my fear that I'm not going to be able to make it if I don't have his money. Take away my fear that, you know, even if because if it's an abusive relationship, take away my fear of him threatening that he's going to kill me or kill my children or kill my mom or whatever it is. Take away my fear because I don't want that fear to even hold me here. Right, you know, right. So right. many times, and, and of course we know that is a whole other conversation within itself as well so but we know from uh and i love what she says is that we are making the conscious decision not to grow when we don't let go um yeah i, I you know i remember i i, I had uh you know you know we, we have girl talk all the time and i've had friends in my life who um have shared about their own relationships and you know you love someone so much. Oh my God, you just love them. They're just so beautiful. And you know, they've got these wonderful ways. They make you laugh and you have great sex. And, you know, every it, you've got all these wonderful, wonderful things. And yet it could be this one little thing, this one thing that just doesn't make it right, just doesn't feel good. Maybe it's, you know, the part that you feel devalued or. Or maybe that person is, you know, maybe they're very jealous. You know, sometimes that can be a, a, um, a horrible thing in a relationship, um, a jealous person. Uh, where, where you been? What you been doing? Who you been doing it with? How, you know, call you every two minutes, you know. 
uh, you know, stifling and smothering and accusing. And, and of course, that's, to me, in my opinion, that person's own insecurities, but they're putting their insecurities on you. So, of course, that makes you feel very uncomfortable. Well, I can't even, you know, go to the store or I get home 10 minutes late from work and he think I'm out, you know, with somebody on the job or, you know, whatever it is. So those are, those to me are also red flags that, you know, something has to be done. And of course, it doesn't always mean that you have to leave, but no. definitely uh, have to have some conversation and possibly mm-hmm. some uh, professional help, um, mm-hmm. whether it's a minister or a coach or some kind of counseling. Um, she also says here, Vonnie, and this is the last of her uh, share in number five, you're compromising yourself. Yala Van Zandt says integrity is the internal mechanism that encourages mm. us to do what's right for us, even when others disagree. When you ignore that mechanism, whether to make someone else feel better or to save yourself the difficulty of doing right, you wind up causing yourself a lot of heartache. I want to read that again. Integrity is the internal mechanism. So she's saying we have to have our own integrity. We have to stand in our integrity. We have to know what is right for ourselves even if others disagree. And I'll give right. an example of that. You know, in my first marriage, um, I was just not happy. I did not have a connection with this. I don't know what happened. It seemed like in the beginning it was fine, and then later on it wasn't. And so I used to come to my mom, like, oh, mommy, I can't stand I can't get him to touch me. I wish he could go away and leave me alone. And she said, that's your husband. That is your husband, and you mm-hmm. made a vow for better or for worse, and blah 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 and blah 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 and blah blah blah, and I wasn't uh, trying to hear that. <laughs> I wasn't trying to hear that. She said, "You got to get past that miserable and and be be a wife to your husband," which meant that right. I need to give him sex, and I ain't gonna give him no sex. So anyway, but sometimes. Mm-hmm. You have to, whether people agree with your decision or not, you mean to tell me you're going to leave the house, you're going to take your two children, these two babies, and you're going to go live in an apartment somewhere where you could be living here in the house and da-da-da-da-da? Yes, I'm willing to do that because I don't want to be miserable anymore. I had to stand in my integrity. And I had a whole lot of people that told me I was crazy, but guess what? I loved my freedom, and it was it was a struggle, you know. Financially, yeah. it was a struggle, and I struggled hard with two kids. But I think I would have been even more miserable if I had stayed in that relationship. So, you know, stand up for yourself and know what's right for you. And she said, mm-hmm. when you ignore that mechanism, whether to make someone else feel better or to save yourself the difficulty of doing right, you wind up causing yourself a lot of heartache. The misery of feeling bad about who you are or how you're accommodating everyone except yourself will eventually pollute the very situation you're trying to preserve. Now, how about that one, Bonnie? 
you're miserable because you're trying to accommodate everyone else. Right, right. You're sacrificing you know, happiness for right. other people. And people say that all the time, don't they? Well, how could you be selfish enough to do you always thinking about yourself? You're thinking about yourself. Well, in my community, they tell us that I'm number one. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I gotta look out for myself. I have to be selfish, you know, um, because if Mama ain't happy, the children ain't gonna be happy. He's not mm-hmm. gonna be happy. So, you know, I mean, and I think you know it's a thin line sometimes because. Is your unhappiness because what? He don't do the dishes? You know, I mean, don't make it something really silly. But I'm right. talking about that internal deep, you know, I'm not feeling honored. I'm not feeling valued. I'm not right. feeling, you know, you know, in this relationship as a partner. You right. know, I'm really not feeling our partnership. So, um, but if you don't take the trash out a couple of times, it's not enough to walk out of the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. So I want to, I don't know if you have anything to add to that. Um, I wanted wanted to mention this. I know that we're coming up on the hour, and um, I wanted to, you mentioned um, a a couple minutes ago about coping, you know, what what we can do, like, to cope with this. And one of the things that, Came very important to me um, throughout the years was journaling and getting my feelings out and seeing it on paper, um, and and that was a form of, of how I could communicate with myself so that I could communicate with my partner, and um, that was very and still to this day, you know, it is a very um, reliable resource that I, I use. And and what's funny is I have journals from when I was 10 years old and from boyfriends from when I was in middle school <laughs> to when I was in the military until, you know, um, in my 30s, and I've and I still been um, the journaling. And it's interesting to see how, again, I mentioned how relationships have evolved, but, um, but to have that as a mechanism um, to communicate was very effective for me. Awesome. I love that. I love that. I have them too. I, I, I go mm-hmm. on my bookshelf. I've got, you know, journals from way back when. And I don't know what happened to some of my old diaries, though. I, I kind of miss them. <laughs> but I think I, you're absolutely right. And sometimes that's the first thing uh, that mm-hmm. you can do. I was with um, a group of sisters not too long ago. And uh, one of them was having some severe pain in her mm-hmm. body. And, um, you know, when it when we started talking about where the pain was coming from, um, she admitted that she doesn't speak her truth. I don't speak my truth. How many of us have been there wow. who didn't speak our truth? And because we don't want to hurt the other person's feelings, or because whatever it is, maybe it's our fear that, you know, we don't want to say, well, the journal is one of the best places for us to start, one of the best places for us to get out what we're really feeling. If I'm angry, I can tell my journal how freaking pissed off I am. I can tell my journal, get on my goddamn brand, blah, blah, blah. 
Oh, I can tell my Joe I'm afraid. I don't. I'm scared. If I leave, I, I'm not going to have another chance at you know love or you know whatever it is. I can say that to my journal, and I mm-hmm. say this is my writing to God. I always say you know it's not just me writing some words on the paper. This is my written <laughs> prayer. This is my right. supplication. You know, and a lot of times I'll put, dear God, (laughs) I'm giving this to you. (laughs) But um, absolutely the the perfect place to start. And sometimes when you get it out and you write it out and you go back and you read it, sometimes it's not as, you know, sometimes it may not be as bad as you thought or as ugly as you thought or as miserable as you thought. Like, oh, okay. Well, you know, that happened, and okay, that wasn't such a big deal, so, right, you know, right. I ain't ready to divorce the brother, you know. You know, or it's funny. <laughs> or it's funny, oh, yeah, sometimes you can sit back and say, and make yourself laugh at some of the ways that, you know, we can get upset about yeah. things, you know. Exactly. Um, yeah, I, I think that's an excellent thing. And, of course, also for us, um, and I wish our men would have the same kind of outlets, but we have each other, you know. You can always call up a girlfriend um, and say, "Girl, I got I need, I need an ear." Yeah. You know, last night, you know, everything started off, blah blah blah, and then he said one thing, and it just put me, took me back to, mm-hmm. you know, some mess that happened before, and then it brought brought up this, and you know, and the next thing I knew, I was frozen. I, I didn't, you know, I was frozen up. Whatever it is. But we can have conversations with each other. And then, of course, conversations with our mates. To be able to be open and honest enough to say, I'm not happy. Mm -hmm. Not feeling fulfilled. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like, you know, we're taking each other for granted or I feel like we're not totally you know, together. So we've got to have these conversations. And sisters, I just want to say, please, 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 please remember, men do not think like us. They really don't. I mean, Harvey's such a good one to tell us, you know, y'all be wanting to, a man to think like you and act like <laughs> you and have this. But we have to remember that we really are, you know, made differently in so many ways. And so if there's something that you have a need for, ask for what you want. Don't make the assumption that he's supposed to know, but he should know by now. Okay, well, that may be true. However, um, you could ask. You know, I, I, I have to say it for myself. I don't have no problem with asking for what I want. And, you know, if it gets to the point where, I'm asking for the same thing over and over again, and you're not responding or you're not recognizing that this is something that's important to me, then I think it goes back to um, that one that she was talking about uh, where you're not, you don't feel valued. See, and see, I have that the opposite where um, I did have a problem asking for what I wanted because I would just assume if I was giving in a certain way, I would assume that they would it would be reciprocated in that same type of way. And, you know, it got into a situation to where, you know, I wasn't 
um, I wasn't I wasn't communicating because I wasn't asking for what I wanted, so therefore I was assuming that I should be getting this when I wasn't, so I would get frustrated or I would get, you know, get mad, and it was a result of, you know, of me not communicating. So, yes, I definitely um, agree that we should ask for what we want and, you know, communicate, open our mouth and, and talk with um, our partners. And um, for those of you that are, you know, starting new relationships, like let that be, you know, um, I know this is a digital age and everything and we get into texting a lot, but, you know, I encourage you to um, to engage in conversation, you know, get used to hearing each other's voice and, and asking questions so that you're used to having conversation. And then for those couples that have been, you know, that are seasoned and you still may, you know, you may have issues with communicating, you know, set a, set the mood and, you know, and, and get some, you know, a, a set a nice dinner and, and um, you know, plan an evening where you can just sit quietly, you know, eat some good food, listen to, to some good music and just talk. You know, the same things that, that brought you together, you know, um, utilize those things so that you can stay together. Absolutely, and that's so important, Co- communication. Key, key, key to any relationship and every relationship. And, Vanya, I also want the family to really just kind of leave this with us as well is that uh, when we do know that it's time to go, when we've done all that we can do, when we've done our prayer work, when we've had our conversations, um, and, and and we just know that we've come to the end of our road together, every relationship is not meant to be forever. Uh, There's a season yeah. for everything. Sometimes that person comes into our life for a lifetime Sometimes they come in for a season. So it's, Ooh, it's up to hey. <laughs> Look, that ain't my quote, girl. I got that from somewhere. <laughs> I'm just but, saying, girl. <laughs> but just to know that it's really okay. And, you know, hopefully the two people can release each other with love. Oh, I, you know, honestly, I can really say that I'm grateful that the relationships that I've had in my life, I have not. I don't have animosity. We don't hate each other. We, you know, mm-hmm. we go out and ha- I got ex-husbands that I go out and have lunch with, and you know, we have conversations. <laughs> I get my the one in Jamaica still calls me like every couple weeks. <laughs> he's calling my number, but I'm right. grateful because we don't have to let go in anger and bitterness and I hate you. Oh my gosh, we've yeah. had children together. We've made love together. We've been in we've been closer than two people can get together. <laughs> right. Right. In love. It's just time for us to move on. And right. I wish you the best. You mm-hmm. know, I want you to be happy. If I'm not the woman for you, God bless. Mm-hmm. Go and and find the one that is and I want you to be happy and I want you to wish the same for me. And sometimes when we look back or we meet each other, or we see each other up on Facebook, or whatever it is, and we can see that we've moved on, and we can feel happy for one another. That is such a glorious and wonderful way to be, in my opinion. Um, oh, I agree. I agree. Yeah. 
when you know it's time to let go, let go in love. Mm-hmm. Let go in love. Because truly, it really is all about love. You know, what is that saying, Vonnie, that says, um, I love him so much I had to let him go or something like that? Or or the butterfly, the, the one, you know, you open up your hand and if he's supposed to go, um, if he's supposed to be yours, they'll come back. Uh, we have to be able to have that kind of courage and faith mm-hmm. that if we walk yeah. away or that if we let go, if this relationship is supposed to be, then right. we'll come back. We'll come back at right. the right time when the two people are ready for each other. Right. And I like how you said the courage and the faith that, mm-hmm. you know, that this was not meant for me, you know, Um it's time to move on. And I learned something. And that's what I can say to thee is that, you know, I don't carry any type of animosity or hatred to um, any of my past lovers. And, and I can honestly say that they don't carry the same thing for me as well. And so we're able to be in a space um, where it's comfortable and, you know, and we're able to exchange, you know, terms of endearment, you know, after you know, years of, you know, not being intimate. But I can say that, you know, I, through, you know, being in these relationships and um, and um, going through the experiences, the, the good and the bad and ugly, they made me the woman that I am now. I mean, they brought me into doing the work that they have influenced and inspired me in, in my work today. So um, for that, I am, am grateful to them and and the experience. Absolutely. I mm-hmm. I so agree with you. And and I love the fact uh we were talking about journaling earlier. How mm-hmm. about when we can make a journal, you know, our journal entry be about um you know, what I gained from being in relationship with this person. Mm-hmm. What kind of value did that person bring into my life? How did they make me laugh or you know, what unique thing about them, you know, and, you know, what did I do for them? You know, maybe yeah. God brought us together because uh, I added some value into their life. Maybe they mm-hmm. never knew what it was like to be loved until they was loved by me, you know. Right. <laughs> you know? So, there's so many beautiful things that we can gain from our relationships even when we have to let go. You yeah. know, so that 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 is such a beautiful thing. So, I would like to just um, open up the lines one more time to give the family a chance to uh, join in in this conversation. If you have had your own experience uh, in a relationship, or if you just wanted to add something to the conversation, if not, then I think we're going to probably wrap things up for tonight. Ms. Vondria, I don't know if you have anything else that you'd like to add. Um, uh, did you have anything else that you'd like to add to this? Um, well, I just would just like to say, Z, that I appreciate you bringing this conversation to the family tonight um, and that, you know, we can continue this. Um, conversation and to talk about relationships because, you know, it, um, you know, when we, when we, um, when things like this, you know, unfold and we are used to, you know, again, to communicating um, with our peers, you know, we, we build community, 
we build community up in this way. So, um, again, I, I enjoy the conversation, and um, and I look forward to, I guess, I continuing it um, in the future. Wonderful. Yes, I will, too, Bonnie, because, you mm-hmm. know, this is a conversation that comes up all the time. And, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. For different things and different reasons. I hope, you know, those who are listening got some value out of tonight. Um, I just want to encourage you, if you're in a relationship um, and those uh, red flags are coming up for you, um, my encouragement, first thing I always say and the first thing I always do is pray. And then uh, once you uh, get your divine direction from spirit as to what, what you should do next and allow yourself the courage and the faith to go forward. So... Uh, with that, um, Bonnie, I would like for us to lead out in some music. All um, right. <laughs> now, I'm seeing something up here on the board. I hope this is the song, In Love With You. I just got this. Janine just played this. Um, so I hope this is the same <laughs> one. And um, Stephen Marley, I hope this is the one, because I do love this song so much. And and oh, really, the Erica Badu song, and yes. I'm hoping <laughs> because how wonderful is it to know that when we make the decisions, even in our letting go, it's because we're so in love with ourselves, mm-hmm. and we even are in love with the beloved that it's okay to let go. So um, we're going to lead out with this. I'm in love with you. Um, I love you so much, my beautiful queen. I love you, beautiful goddess. I love you too. I will see you next week. And Sam, thank you for joining us again for another episode of Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. And we will be back next week. I am Bonnie, your sexual wellness coach, along with... And I am Z, your love and sex enthusiast. We wish you a most amazing, blessed, peaceful, happy, and joy-filled weekend and life. And take precious time in every relationship to honor one another and be loved. Be loved. One love. God bless. One love.